in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast. Folks, the circle, round and round it goes. Circles are everywhere. The earth is a circle. Basketballs, in fact, sports balls of all types, oranges, coins, the sun, planets, jawbreakers, meatballs, you get the idea. Circles are everywhere. And and some are more fun than others, right? I mean, one of the most fun objects that is shaped in the fashion of a circle is the hula hoop. Perhaps the most iconic toy of all time. You could make an argument that it's the most historic and iconic toy of all time. But what if I told you? What if I told you we had another first on the No Outlet podcast? Well, what you would say initially is that's not surprising. You have them all the time, and I would say that's true. But then I would continue, and I would say that we have a hula hoop master on the show tonight. She's got a PhD in hula hoops. She makes them. She designs them. She gives them names, folks. She names her hula hoops. She teaches you how to hula hoop. If it has to do with hula hoops, this person does it, and she's going to talk about that and so many other things on the show, so please, without any further delay, give a warm, no-outlet welcome to SJ from Smart Circles. SJ, how are you? I am awesome. I am awesome, Ethan. Thank you. That was the best intro ever. Well, you know, it's like you got to have an intro that's fit for the guest that's on the show, and, and here we are. So we're going to play a game called 20 Questions, and it always starts the exact same place, and that's question number one. So the hula hoop has been around since 500 B.C., but the modern hula hoop was invented in Australia. Can you give us your best Australian accent? Oh, mate, good day. First of all, so I love no. Accent. That is not bad. A and B. The fact that there was no hesitation. You didn't question it. You just said, "Here we go. I'm doing an Australian accent." Uh, a plus. All right, let's get thank serious. You, thank you. Let's talk about the hula hoop. Um, how you're, you're you're in a place now where you're teaching people to do it. You're creating them. I've seen your hula hoop creations. They're amazing. What, what was the impetus? What was the what draw what what drew you to the hula hoop? Why are you so into it? Well, it's kind of a story. Most recently, it was because I realized how much movement and play and self-love needed to be back into the world, mm. and that's what made me feel good. Um, I had a lot of opportunities come up over the past couple of years to hula hoop at events, and um People were asking me, you know, or I got, you know, I wish I could do that. And my heart just wanted to be like, you can. And I wanted to facilitate that. Um, what got me into it is 20 years ago, I had a friend of a friend who had hula hoops. Um, and I bought one and I freaking loved it. Um, I'm a crafty person. Mm. I would make them and give them to everyone wanting, you know, just people to have as much fun as I was. So it's been like a constant. I, I love decorating them you know once I construct them like putting all the different colors of tape like when tapes connect exactly it gives you such an endorphin rush and it's so beautiful um but just I'm a tricky person you can see with a hula hoop like how far you've come 
It's a very interesting tool. You can take it with you everywhere. It kind of is just an escape. Like when I hula hoop, like the outside world kind of quiets down. Mm. I guess you reach that flow state. Um, but you really, your inner child comes out. Um, there's a picture of me back when I was like five years old at the YMCA. And there's like, I was on the balance beam, you know, with like some aerobics thing in the gym. And there's a girl hula hooping and I'm in the background with like this most excited expression. So there's just hmm. something about like, the it's just magic, really, yeah. I, I think. But um, yeah, it brings out the best in everyone. Um, everyone smiles when they do it. It's good for you. But uh, yeah, and then I've been able to break it down into a science now with teaching, as you said, I took a course. So there's components of it. So now I can share it with others. So, yeah, I mean, it's hysterical. It's what's facilitating me to move ahead right now and continue, you know, the circle of life and all that circle stuff. I love it. What a great answer. And, and also, I love the awareness that doing an activity like hula hooping like, allows you to get into the flow state. I recently had on um, uh, a musical performer who goes by the name of Lavender Fields, and she was saying the exact same thing. She says all of her best ideas and songs come to her when she's doing something physical, walking, running. And, and we kind of figured out, and I think you probably already know this, but when you're doing something like that, your body turns off the no- your your brain turns off all the noise. Your body is just mm-hmm. focused on that activity, and it'll, it kind of, kind of like opens up the barricade, opens up the gates, and here come all these ideas. Here comes all these thoughts, and um, so whether it's hula hooping, walking, hiking, biking, there's a million different ways to get there. But move the body around. That's always always a good thing. I love that. And you and you also mentioned yeah. you mentioned the word magic. <clears throat> so one of my questions here but I'm going to ask it now. Have you ever been able to create a hula hoop that actually had like almost like a magic wand, but a magic hula hoop that had magical powers? Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. All right. And please tell us what was the, what was the magical power that was inside of this hula hoop? Cause I might want to get one. Um, I believe that they all have the magic. Okay. And it's when the magic connects with the person in the hoop that that's when, like, that connection, you know, like at the science center, you put your hand on that lightning thing and it, yeah. That, that happens. So there's something, and it's, it's literally energy. I mean, energy creates energy, and you're moving a circle around your body that's moving molecules. So I do believe that. Something happens. Sometimes the pictures you take, the hula hoop's not even on you. Like, it's just crazy. And there's like, you're supposed to like let the hula hoop pull you and move with it and all these things. Like, I do believe that there are, is a power, which is magic. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, you know, uh, you know, like with the magic wand with Harry Potter, it's like you have to, it, it, there's a certain wand that's, that works for a certain wizard. And there's a certain hoop that works for a certain person, and it's got to be that connection. So uh, you, I was you doing can a, see it in their eyes. Yeah, you can see it in their eyes. Like there's a, a connection with the hoop. Um, I did a lot of research on hula hoops before I, you know, uh, got this, you know, all set up here because I wanted I to be prepared. It. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I found that. out some some really interesting things. One thing I learned is that Japan and Indonesia uh, banned the public use of hula hoops because they felt it was not culturally acceptable. They've since 
release the band, but at the time they thought it was not culturally acceptable to shake one's hips in public. They thought they felt like it was indecent. Um, another thing that is incredibly indecent is the Jeep wave. And I want to know what you think we can do to stop it. Um, I, I think we can put our efforts into something else. <laughs> okay. So you don't, I'm so, not against, I'm totally with you on that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, we can like plant some trees. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Dude. So you're, you're basically saying that, yes, it's obnoxious, but yes. let the obnoxious people keep being obnoxious because we can go plant a tree and that's a better plus one to the environment than stopping the Jeep wave. Is that what you're saying? And well, yeah. And I wouldn't say I said it was obnoxious. Oh, <laughs> that was me. Um, okay. I said that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take that. Because I don't want to, this is, I don't want to be part of it. And I, but I do really, I mean, they're not throwing eggs at each other. Like it's okay. just people being nice to each other. Okay. And okay. like, if they think it's cool, they have, and they're not bothering like the station wagons or whatever. It's just the Jeep people amongst the Jeep people. <laughs> just a wave. Okay. But, you know um, what? You might've just changed my mind and that's a big deal <laughs> because I've been so anti Jeep wave for a long time, but I think I'm starting to just look at it from a different, a different perspective. And I appreciate that. Um, okay. <laughs> have you ever made a hula hoop, right? And your plan is, I'm going to make this hula hoop. I'm going to name this hula hoop. We're going to get into that in a second. And I'm going to sell this hula hoop. But then you make it. And you maybe you try it and you're like, oh, my God, I cannot sell this hula hoop. I have to keep it for myself. Mm, no. Oh, okay. I'm trying to do that right now. But no. no. Not that I've made. Nope. So you're okay with making it and, and the whole idea, the whole time you're making it's like, this is going to go find another home. Mm-hmm, totally. Okay. And I feel like I've come a long way because I used to just give them away all the time. Yep. Um, and now I'm selling them because I do appreciate that it's time and value and resources and a skill and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, me selling things in general, like if someone wants to buy it, I'm like, oh my God, you like it that much? Yes, please. <laughs> Um, yep, but yep. There, there's artwork that I won't sell, but that wasn't necessarily created with that intent. Totally. No, so far, every I won't sell something that I bought because I, I, I don't, in case it breaks, I don't want to take credit for it. Plus, you know, that's just weird. Yep, totally. But yeah, no, nothing that I've made, sell it. Got it. Love it. And by the way, guys, I'm going to try my best throughout this interview to really impart on you how special these hula hoops are because everyone out there is probably thinking, you know, like, oh, a whammo hula hoop, like the kind you'd get at Toys R Us or any other toy store. No, guys, this is different. Like, the the amount of detail that goes into the designs, the color patterns, the shape, the weight. I mean, these are, they're special. I don't hula hoop, but when I saw these, I almost felt like I wanted to buy one just because of how well crafted they were. Um, so hats off to you for doing a great job there creating these because they're not just, I think hula hoop kind of, almost sells it short. It's more than just a hula hoop. And my next question for you is what kind of person would own a hula hoop and not actually give it a proper, a proper name? Um, that probably most people, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I think their friends might like name it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and obviously I don't know. it's like, you just take it with you. That's you right. Just, you know, grab Bonnie or, 
Well, yeah. and I'm bringing this up tongue-in-cheek and in jest because you, I know what the audience doesn't yet know, and that is you not only design, create, build all these hula hoops, but then you name every one. So there's a rack of hula hoops for sale, and they all have, they all have a name. And yeah. I think that's so interesting because you literally are buying a piece of art. You're buying almost an entity in and of itself. What made you start to do that? Was that something you've always done? What made me start doing it is when I bought my first hoop in the early 2000s, and it came with the name Britney Spears, Okay, which at the time was perfect. And um, I bought one for my daughter. Hers was Luna, and that was like when Baron's Big Blue House was popular. So like every like the name just fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing that as well. And then I kind of fell off of that maybe for like a month or two. You know, back in my like mid twenties, thinking mm-hmm. it was just stupid. Um, but then when I actually started selling them, it became a necessity in order to keep track of them. Um, and but yeah, the names come to me as I'm making them. I like naming things. I like giving personifying. I guess would be the term. Mm-hmm. Um, but really connecting with objects like that, and I do put like a lot of effort and energy into it. So by the yeah, I've connected with it. So therefore, I give it a name. I like it. It's almost so, yeah. like in the old so, days yeah. <laughs> when there was a sword, like back in like the King Arthur's and the round table or whatever, they named all their, like they named it Excalibur and they named, so everything, you know, that had some worth behind it, some thought, some design, some blood, sweat, tears, whatever into an item, it, it respects all of that that went into creation of that item, whatever it is by giving it a name. So I, I dig that. Um, how yeah, many? Yeah. How many hula hoops can you get going at one time yourself? I don't, I've never tried. I've never tried. Um, so a hula hoop, in order to get multiple ones, it's super duper helpful if they're all the same size okay. and weight. If not, you stack them accordingly. But if other than that, um, so I don't really necessarily have, you know, 20 of the same size and weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking, I probably, probably pile of eight over there I could do that no problem so I could probably coil them along my whole body but I've, I've never tried okay well it's something I'll have an answer to that someday yeah there you go we'll come back in a few years and, and see if uh see if we've done that yet um and you've had a bunch of hooping friends we can all get together yeah absolutely <laughs> we'll make it like a little event um yeah what's the best music to listen to while you're hula hooping anything that you were feeling at the time, I do recommend for myself, my experience, an album, something that plays consecutively. So you just don't have like three minute increments. So you can really get lost and kind of forget about the outside world. As we were talking of earlier, mm-hmm. that inner roommate that lives in your head, that construction within all that universe of just thoughts coming through that have mm. created something that, you know, to protect you or whatnot, you have to soften those edges. But um, I listen from anything. I went on like a huge Snoop Dogg kick not too long ago. I've go. had classical on, um, that's like um, Beethoven and whatnot. So really anything, anything at all it does not matter. It's it's really dependent upon the user and the mood and the moment. And that's the best thing about music, right? Is that there's a type of music for every situation, for every feeling. And if the mm-hmm. hula hoop is an extension of a person then the music they're listening to can act in the exact same way. Have you ever yes. used a flaming hula hoop? I have, 
years back. Whoa. Um, I have, and it's, it's so weird. Um, I feel, and like I mentioned, I'm a klutzy person. That's why the hula hoop's a nice, safe thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You really can't hurt yourself that bad. You push yourself to your limits. Um, I've tried it. I have curly, fluffy hair. Um, I know you wear a hood and all that. There's just too much of a risk factor for me. It's nothing that I I would like to pursue necessarily, but it does seem to be the million-dollar question lately. I need to get a better answer on that one. (laughs) No, I I think Um, that's a perfectly great answer. You don't want to light yourself on fire. I think that that's, you know, why take a good thing that you like and make it something that it doesn't have to be like, why are we setting you know, Lulu or Britney Spears or any of the other, you know, why are we saying I'm on fire? Like, what do we need to do that for? Maybe we don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I would, I've watched videos and um, lessons on how to make them. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful art and there's a lot of different flame things coming around these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that will change once I get more comfortable with it. But yeah, right. Yeah. Nope. So not only do you, uh, create design names sell them but you also teach hula hoop lessons which i think is mm-hmm. an amazing idea and something that you know if you think about moving the body around and getting people up and active hula hooping i would think and you're going to tell me if i'm right or wrong in a second here but i would think that that's a low barrier for people who aren't necessarily used to moving around a lot to start moving so i i think it's incredible Tell everyone how your hula hoop lessons work, how they can get involved. Just tell us all about it. Yeah. Well, I had my first one last night. So that's spectacular. Yes. Um, but I'm going to be, right now I'm still looking for spaces and I'm in contact with a lot of different people for like different programs in the area to be running. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely interest. I'm in that email game. Last night, the class that I held was at the Rice Public Library in Kittery. Um, and it was just a free class. I wanted to see who was interested. I wanted to just kind of, you know, get all the nerves out of the way and all that sort of stuff. Sure. So, you know, like realized humans responded to me whether they hated it, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it went fantastic. I just wanted to hug these ladies. So stinking tight, but it was great. But I'll be starting at the community center to be offering a six week course. I believe drop-ins are welcome Friday morning. Um, that's in Kittery. Um, you can sign up online. I'm going to be posting a link and doing all that stuff. Other than that, I'm at the Kittery Market um, at vendor events. So still looking for classes. It's very interesting, and in I I need to have confidence that this is going to work out fantastically mm-hmm. because what I think isn't working or I think was going to work right out of the gates has not worked because mm-hmm. that would just be too easy and things that are work that quick fall apart that quick as well yes um so i'm really being the not challenged because i I want it but i'm being invited to be super creative in these programs um so i'm working with like teen programs and the historical society up in new york so they're really like different niches like within the library and stuff so it's going to be fun to see how this all develops um if anyone has like a big barn, they want me to teach hula hoop classes and I'm game. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I had thought yoga studios like right off the top of my head, but they're all like barn shaped and whatnot. So really ceiling height seems to be a thing. So I'm just going to have to work with the schools, I think, um, yeah. which is happening. But it's been interesting with back to school time starting. Yep. Everyone's shifting gears. But um, I'm excited. 
and yeah, I did a birthday party here or there, which is super fun. So it's going to be interesting whether it's going to be adults or kids or some combination of um, with the seniors. Um, you can do like chair activities. So it's like you said, it's versatile for anybody. Yes. There's off body hooping you can do. It challenges like your coordination, your balance. I would love to. I worked with um, like behavioral students for a long time, different school systems. And I would love to bring it into classrooms because it gives you such like a defined space to sit in. Like there's different stretches you could do with it. Um, yeah, you can use it just, you know, to teleport yourself somewhere else very quickly. I, so. I love that. I, I want, <laughs> yeah, so if you want to sign up for classes, yes. Kittery Community Center right now. Amazing. That, yeah. Coming to a, a, to uh-huh. a location near you. Um, and I, yes. as you're talking about it, I'm thinking about all these different places where – people, groups of people, young, old, everybody would benefit from it and it would be a plus to the community. And offline, I'll share those ideas. But to me, there's a million different places. Yeah, no, absolutely. Have you ever seen the movie The Hudsucker Proxy? I have not. Okay. So apparently, I've seen it a long time ago and I forgot this aspect of it, but this is part of the research that we did. Um, part of that movie is somebody coming up, inventing the hula hoop and trying to convince people that it would be a good toy, um, to sell and nobody at first wants to, to buy into it. And then eventually when they realize what a good idea it is, they try to steal it from the person that invented it. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, and, and speaking about hula hoop and the origination of the name even, Mm -hmm. so hula hoop, uh, the term, and I'm sure you know this already, it came from the British sailors who had seen hula dancing in the Hawaiian Islands, and they thought that hula dancing and the way that the body moved with a hula hoop were similar, so they named it hula hoop. Speaking of the British, what's your favorite uh, British pub? My favorite British pub? Yeah. Um, I don't know any British pubs. Okay, what's your favorite British anything? Oh, gosh. Um, I guess, to be honest with you, I'm stuck on the fact, not to not answer your question. No, no, do it. But the, the, the sailors are, were wrong. It's a horrible rumor, and I'd like to right now <laughs> say that when you hula hoop, you do not move your hips in a circle. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, let, let's put it in context. So first of all, nobody is accusing the sailors of being super perceptive or super intelligent, right? So that's first. Secondly, right, they're, right, right. they're probably drunk all the time because they're stuck out at sea oh, and they just happen to see this, all, they're just, they're so primitive in their thought that they see somebody moving their body in any way and then somebody else moving their body and like, oh, it's the same thing, right? So we got to give those we got to grade them on a scale, right? So while I think yes, no. it's important for you to carry down. <laughs> yeah. We, we have to correct that terrible rumor and I'm glad you're doing it right now. Right. Because it's to me to paint the scene here. So you've got people coming up and then other people trying to help like their family members. Oh, move your hips in a circle. And I have to be like, eh, actually they're wrong. And I feel like, yeah, it's just, yeah. I'm knocking them down before they start. I like but um, I don't, my favorite British things. I all I can think of is the Spice Girls. To be honest, <laughs> that's good enough. I mean, they are in fact British, and they're a thing, so that works. Um, what are your thoughts on the fact that interdimensional beings are all around us, everywhere we go? 
I believe that's probably completely true. Mm-hmm. So just it, you're 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 validating the the premise as factual, but does it make you feel a certain way? Like, do you ever feel like you're being like watched, observed, judged by these interdimensional beings, or it's just like, yeah, they're there? I believe that. I don't know. Like, see, I joke around that I feel like I've been abducted, but like, I'm only like 75% joking. Okay. I believe in all that sort of stuff. I'm not like, I try not to fall into any of the conspiracy things and all that, but I do believe that there are definitely interdimensional beings amongst us. I I don't know what they're doing, but... (laughs) I, I, I think you're right. I don't know what they're doing either, but you said something that got my attention. I had another question here that I have to ask you now because you said you've been, you know, you've mentioned in jest, partially in jest, that you've been abducted. How many UFOs have you seen? I don't believe I've seen any. Okay. Well, they usually don't let the, their presence known when they're abducting somebody. That might be why you didn't see it. All right. <laughs> so far the facts are all heading up. No argument from SJ there. So, but I, nope. but, but tell me more. Do you, are you, when you say, oh yeah, I've been abducted, ha ha, like, wouldn't that be funny if it's true? Or is there something that's happened that made you think, wait, what, what was that two hour gap of time that I lost? Like, did I get abducted? All right. So I believe the seed was planted years ago. This lady that I respected who owned a store. Um, who's still in town where I was. She, Salandrea was her name. She told me that she'd been abducted and she was like just in a very casual conversation and it made an impression on me. I was an adult when she told me. So I do believe the seed was planted. But I have this like weird scar on my forehead, like this Mm. weird (laughs) indentation that goes down and a matching one on my left arm that goes from my wrist up to my armpit. Um, I did honestly drink a lot for a while and over five years sober now mm-hmm. but um so me forgetting some nights here or there is not an uncommon thing mm-hmm. so i believe it all happened in that same time period so yes would be the answers to those okay I, i'm going to say that that is a perfect answer i love that and uh you never know let's let's strike down another terrible rumor about hula hoops is it true that you can charm snakes by performing a certain type of hula hoop maneuver. Ooh. Um, not that I am aware of, but okay. I would definitely probably do some spin moves if the opportunity arose itself anytime soon. Just like hip babies. I know babies like a certain, like they like the smear move, certain moves you can do. Babies mm-hmm. eyes, eyes light up. So I would use the same moves to hypnotize the snake but I don't know the specific one that they're referring to. Okay. No, that's fair. I think that, you know, um, look, when faced with the danger of a snake or a baby, uh, it's always <laughs> good to have a specific hula hoop move at the ready. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about hula hoops. Hula hoops are actually used in the Summer Olympics. They are part of the uh, a gymnastics routine, uh, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that's yeah. that, I think right there that helps to validate the 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 object and how you know it it can be utilized as not just 
an athletic pursuit, but one that's worthy of Olympic recognition. What are your thoughts on finally making karaoke an Olympic event? Ooh, I'm probably like the Jeep wave level of discussion <laughs> with karaoke. <laughs> you used to be, so okay. change my mind. So, so that's, that's an, that's a thumbs down on karaoke. Yes, okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's, Look, everybody's got a different perspective on everything, and that's the beautiful thing about this. Okay, we only have a couple more questions. I got an easy one, I got a hard one, and I got a really easy one. I'm going to give you one of the easy ones first. What's the best place to get a cup of coffee in either Seacoast, New Hampshire, or Southern Maine? Hmm. I would say... See, I haven't been in a long time, but my answer is St. Joe's. Okay. St. is that's in New York, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's been a, a while since I've been there. So I would hate for someone to go and not receive the same experience I had before. But um yeah. I no. Like St. Joe's. I, I think that's a great answer because even if it's not for the coffee, they've got an amazing so they've got this like I think it's a beignet or they've got some special oh, Benny? No, what is yeah. What is I forget it? what it's called. Yeah, there's some they they have a sweet treat, but then they also have this special. I forget the name of it now. It's some other breakfast sandwich, but it's not like your. It's worth go going to check this place out in the morning. They're on Route One. I think they're across from like Hannaford's, right over there by York mm-hmm. Fifty Four yep. Pizza. Uh, and whether yep. the coffee's good, as you're saying it is or not, the food's definitely worth checking out. So, uh, St. Joe's, great answer. Okay. This is the toughest question I'm going to ask you all night. So uh, I'm just getting you mentally prepared up front. I got a drum roll going. Yep. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, do I have a drum roll? No, I only have a rim shot. Sorry. Um, okay, Russia. Russia uh, previously denounced the hula hoop as an example of, and I'm quoting here, the emptiness of American culture, which I think is totally unfair. But... Speaking of American culture, we would like you to rank the following in terms of their significance, okay? So I've got four different items for you, and I'd like you to rank them most important to least important in terms of cultural significance. Number one is the elf on a shelf, okay? Number two is the hot pocket. Number three is the remote control for a TV. And number four is... A drone. Those are the four, and you've got to rank them most important, least important. For cultural, what was the yeah, title like the, here? Just the, that's it. You got it. Um, I would say Elf on a Shelf, um, Drone, Hot Pocket, Remote TV. Whoa. Okay, let's let's analyze that answer. Number one elf on a shelf is the most important? I feel like we'll see, I guess, not most important as in it's making the biggest impact. Okay. But I think that has had the biggest impact on how, on people. Yep, no, I get that. Everyone knows it, everyone plays into it, everywhere. Interesting. So my kids, my kids are older, 25 and 28, so I missed, thank God, I missed just by a little bit the Elf on a Shelf 
thing. It was almost like right past, like right when they got past that age, all of a sudden everyone had to have an elf on the shelf. But I get that. Um, remote control no, is yep. the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. Drone number two. Yeah, I think that's, I think drone, because drones went from like almost science fiction to you can get one for 40 bucks and it can take pictures mm-hmm. of everything. Pretty crazy, right? Hot pocket yeah, remote yeah. control. I like that. That it's not only was that a good answer, that was a quick answer. People would have labored over that and you were just like bang, 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 bang. I love it. Um, okay, we are down to the last question. It's the easiest one. Let's say right now there's somebody in our studio audience here or listening at home and they want to get a hula hoop from you. Uh, perhaps they want to take a lesson, perhaps they want to give a gift of a hula hoop to someone they love. How can people find you? Where can they get in touch with you? How can they learn more about smart circles in general? Give us all the plugs for what you're doing. All right. So social media right now is where most of my stuff is. I'm on both Facebook and Instagram, and it's Smart Circles. Um, other than that, you can email me. It's Miss Mertzik, my last name. M I S S M E R T Z I C at Yahoo. Um, other than that, um, you can find me at vendor events coming up. Um, how else could you even call me? You can text me. You can friend to friend. Smoke signals, carrier yeah, pigeon, absolutely. message in a you bottle. Can mentally, like telepath me or whatever. Yeah, I like but, that. Um, yeah, I, I am quite proud if I if I may just continue to plug in a roundabout sort yes, of way. Um, of you mentioned my hula hoop being pieces of artwork and thank you for the names, like all that jazz. Um, and smart circles, I put a lot of thought into. The S and the M are lowercase and that stands for Sarah Mertzik, my name. And then art circles being capitalized because I do feel as though there are pieces of art in the circles, goes around, comes around, and it's all encompassing and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, so remember smart circles. And then hopefully you can find me via that once I get myself out there. I love it. Guys, go check her out on Instagram. If you want to send her an email, you've got that too. Uh, You're making some pretty cool Instagrams too. I met SJ at a reggae fest. Are you going to the one in October? Yes. Yep. Okay. So if you guys are anywhere near the Agunquit area in Maine, there's a wonderful event called the Reggae Garden and October 5th, which is a Thursday, which it's it's next week. Uh, it'll probably yep. be the same week that this gets released. So go check her out at the Reggae Garden. You can see all the uh, different hula hoops that are actually pieces of art for sure. Uh, go support yeah. her. I think that <clears throat> when you're talking about making a difference in the world, you can make a difference in a lot of different ways. And there's no one right or wrong way to do that and I think that it's great because you're getting people it's impossible to hula hoop and not smile it's impossible right (laughs) so you're getting people to smile you're getting people to move you're getting people to laugh you're getting people to try something new Um, it's tactile it's there's a whole community you can do it with a group of people and it's fun I love what you're doing the audience here loves what you're doing they're on their feet they're all actually hula hooping right now look at them they're all of them thank you so much audience yeah. Yes. Can I do one more quick plug? I'm you can sorry, do as I'm many as you want. It's going to get better. Um, so on the sixth, the Thursday or the seventh, rather, um, after the Reggae Garden, yes. it's on the fifth. On the seventh, I'll be at Free S Art Space 
We're doing a Divas Night there, and the proceeds go to Lovering Health Center. So there's VIP packages that have got, like, swag bags and drink specials and me hula hooping, and there's dancers and all the good stuff. So you guys all have a busy weekend ahead of you. That's incredible. 3S Art Space is such a cool spot right next to Barrio, right in downtown Portsmouth. Guys, go check her out. If you're anywhere around either one of those locations uh, this weekend coming up, go see her. SJ, thank you so much for coming on the show and educating us. And I wish you the absolute best. And we'll talk about where you can spread the word of Hula Hoops because I think there's a lot of places you can take this. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to it. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) All right. Thanks.